Welcome back to another episode. I thought since this year at GABF was so different, I would do a little recap episode, maybe if only for myself, since I was planning on being there this year, but obviously that didn't happen. I did get my virtual festival passport online. I hope you did too. But either way, the festival was all online, uh, or at least almost all online, because there were hundreds of breweries, uh, I think over a thousand that participated in their own way. And that was that you could take your virtual passport and get a discount or a free taster or a size upgrade or a t-shirt, stuff like that, um, at participating breweries. So I personally took advantage of that at a couple breweries and saved more than my $20, uh, cost of the passport very quickly. So, uh, it was worth it. Um, like I said, I just want to do a little recap of GABF this year, uh, since it was different and, you know, everything's online. A lot of people don't necessarily know that it even happened or, you know, how it happened, but, uh, I wanted to do a little shout out to past interviewees on the show, uh, that won medals, uh, Breakside Brewery in Portland, Oregon, won a gold in German style sour ale for, for Breakside Goza, uh, Coming in with a silver was Topa Topa um, with the dozer line in the German dark lager category. And I will tell you, I had a crowler of that beer last time I stopped by there, and that beer is fucking tasty. So if you see that one and you like uh, Schwartz beers or dark lagers, give that one a shot. Uh, most recently on the show, Von Ebert uh, from two, or last week, I guess, uh, won two bronze medals, one for Obeisance, which was the specialty saison category uh last year the same beer won gold so following up in the same category with the same beer back to back uh pretty impressive uh von ebert also won a bronze in american style ipa for a beer called nothing noble uh, which i haven't had but i've heard great things about um so congrats to these breweries uh in particular because they've had the royal honor of being on this show Uh, if they even remember that. But if you haven't listened to those episodes, uh, please go check them out. Ben Edmonds of Breakside was in round eight. Jack Dyer of Topa Topa was in round 15. And Sam Pecoraro of Von Ebert was just last week in round 20. You can also go to greatamericanbeerfestival.com, download the PDF of all the winners. Um, I download it because then you can uh, search through it. I couldn't figure out how to search through it without downloading it. But it's fun to look over and see who won what, see breweries that you've never heard of winning medals, uh, see breweries that you love that you didn't know had won a medal, um, kind of a going down the rabbit hole. Um, there were 91 different categories this year, literally thousands of beer entries, uh, too many for me to add up and count how many total there were. I'm sure someone has the numbers, but thousands of beer entries, um, you know, varying on the categories, the popularity of the beer, the style. Uh, there's, I saw one category, um, historical beer, uh, only had 28 entries. And, you know, it's a real big difference from uh, another category that was 377 entries. And I'll give you one guess as to which category that was. Hazy IPA. Popularity is a, a big thing. Um, but, yeah, like I said, looking over the PDF... PDF of the winners is like 
going down a rabbit hole of literally all award-winning beer. Um, it's like social media, but you don't hate yourself after 10 minutes of scrolling. Plus, it's cool to see different categories that you might not have even known were a category. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, just everyday drinking beer that, you know, IPA, pale ale, stout, pilsner, uh, stuff like that. Um, but there's other more specific things uh, like contemporary goza, which I didn't know was a category, but uh, apparently means you can put fruit puree and vanilla and whatever the fuck you want in there and still call it a goza because uh, that's a thing. Um, to me, it basically meant, you know, a uh, smoothie sour beer, but uh, I don't know. They won a medal and I didn't. So in certain categories, uh, you can also see kind of a pattern geographically, which was pretty cool. Uh, specialty Saison, as I mentioned, um, Von Ebert took the bronze. Uh, the other two breweries that medaled were in Eugene. So very uh, concentrated area in the Pacific Northwest. Um, International Pale Ale had two breweries from Carlsbad, California, Pizza Port and Bergen. And I can tell you personally that both of those breweries are fantastic with hoppy beers. Um, you know, American Style IPA, uh, three breweries from the Pacific Northwest, uh, you know, they're close to the hop fields, so that makes sense that they're going to be good with the hops. Um, and then some things you just see just fit, like Allagash White winning gold for Belgian-style wit beer. Uh, I think that's the fourth time they've won gold for that beer. Uh, so they're doing something right, and that I love that beer. Uh, Sierra Nevada uh, rebrewed their, I think it was their original stout recipe, uh, called it 1979 Stout. Uh, they won a bronze for that. You know, El Segundo winning a gold in Imperial IPA. Uh, they're, they do a lot of those, and they're they're pretty good. Um, it's not really surprising to see them win for that. So, you know, a lot of hoppy, categor- hoppy categories uh, being dominated by breweries in Oregon, California, Colorado, you know, places that are on kind of the fr- front lines historically of the craft beer revolution, and especially with hoppy beers. So, uh, and then sometimes you see kind of weird stuff, like you see a brewery from whatever state winning a random category that you might not think goes together. And, you know, it shows that you can find great beer in a lot of places. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, close to um, barley fields or hop fields or, you know, it doesn't have to be from San Diego to be great craft beer or from, you know, Chicago or wherever, whatever, you know, whatever you want to say, there's, you can find great beer pretty much anywhere. Um, You know, you know, who's going to say Ohio and Indiana are really known for classic Belgian styles, but breweries from both of those places won uh, medals for some pretty classic Belgian styles. So whatever you're looking for, you can probably find a pretty great beer in that style pretty close to wherever you are. And, you know, like I said, this episode is reviewing or recapping uh, GABF, but really all over the world, good quality beer is more and more accessible. And, you know, a bigger deal worldwide is the World Beer Cup, uh, bigger than GABF. And um, obviously it's a worldwide competition. It's a very big deal. People call it the Olympics of beer. And uh, it happens every two years. Um, didn't happen this year, obviously. There are more categories than at GB- GABF. Uh, but that whole thing we can get into another time. Um, again, if you're curious, I would encourage you to go check out the GABF winners online. 
uh, greatamericanbeerfestival.com. Uh, you know, check out the categories you're into. Uh, find out who won. Maybe uh, your hometown brewery won some hardware. Who knows? You know, you know. A lot of times you don't hear about that stuff unless you're following really closely, especially a year like this where everything's so weird and different. Um, but that's going to do it for this one. Next week's another interview uh, from a very different geographical area than the last two episodes. So uh, make sure to come check that out next Thursday. Putting together some more interviews I think you'll like. So follow the show on social media, beertruth.podcast. Uh, you know, it helps me book bigger and better guests. And that being said, I do love the interviews I've done. It just makes it easier to get people on the show. If they see a bigger following, then they think it's more worth their time. You know, if they just meet me, then obviously, you know, they should join the show because of how fantastic I am. But uh, I'm joking. Uh, I don't know how much my sarcasm comes across there. But, um, yeah, follow the show. Uh, help build the audience. Help book guests. Um, if you have a guest that you want to see on here or hear on here, I guess, uh, let me know. And we'll try and make it happen. You know, Zoom, Zoom interviews are pretty great in that way that, you know, you can connect with people literally anywhere so uh yeah that's it for this one thanks for tuning in um next week new interview uh with a very traditional and and well done lager centric brewery so that's the only hint you get and till the next round cheers